You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Zhu Podcast, episode 117. Hey guys, did you hear my epic podcast about getting unstuck from a health rut? Learn the four powerful ways and download the free cheat sheet handout. It's episode 106, so check it out. And if you find value in it, share it with a friend. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. This episode is a special one because it's with my good friend, Kevin Craver. If you don't remember, he was on episode 110, so check out that one for his background. I just want to dive right into it today, and the topic we have is how to deal with anxiety and depression. So without any delay, let's get right to it. Kevin, are you here? I am here, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you uh, wanting to discuss this topic. I know it's uh, something close to you, and um, it's really, it really means a lot to you. So um, what do you have to share with us? Well, thank you for having me. I just want to share um, some ways of dealing or managing anxiety and, and depression. I have dealt with it for quite some time in my personal life. I have a family history of it. Uh, on my mother's side, and uh, there's just a lot of things that I think people are are unaware of and don't want to talk about it so much because it could be like a little taboo thing. Um, And So just kind of go from there and and talk and and talk about different points that that I have uh, written down and that I have kind of used in my past. Sound pretty good? Sounds great. Excellent. Excellent. You gave me a, a short list of things that uh, are tips, and um, maybe mm-hmm. we can just go through them. Cool. Sounds great to me. I have dealt with a lot of uh, anxiety and depression issues uh, ever since I'd have to say I was diagnosed most likely um, in 2000, 2001. And I didn't really realize just how things were working out with me and my body. I graduated college. Things were great in college, but once things started to come up or with anxiety, I always wondered why, what's, you know, what's going on? And it wasn't like um, shaking or anything like that, Mm. but it was just, you kind of feel things on the inside. And, it wasn't bad thoughts. It wasn't anything like that, but it was just the nervousness on the inside or being around crowds or um, uh, being in a, in a situation that you weren't comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of, it was kind of different for me because I'm always, I was always that way. I was always outgoing. I, in college, I studied communication. So I was in front of people in groups of people and I was very comfortable with that, but just, 
just different things mm-hmm. would pop up. So, you know, with that diagnosis, uh, and, it, and, and it can be triggered by anything. You know, it can be triggered by a death in the family. It can be triggered by a breakup. It can be triggered by a job loss, something that's major in your life. It can be triggered. And so when things started happening with me, um, I kind of noticed that I was tired a lot. I slept. I, it was kind of like a roller coaster. You're high, you're low, you're high, you're low. And, and that's kind of like that I learned over the course of, of things was a manic state, mm. high, low, high, low. And, some people feel invincible in this manic state. Mm. So I learned just from going through some therapy and talking to different people. And and big thing was surrounding myself with people that love and care about me and, and to talk about it. And so back then, you know, in, in 2000, 2001, and even before that, like I said earlier, it's it was kind of like a taboo thing. Mm. And so... No one really talked about it. Medicine, medication was not really well known. And so and to, to get even more into it, my mother has anxiety and depression. And then my grandmother, her mother, had it. And, and she went through way back when was shock therapy. And talked about a little bit now and not so much. And, and, and I know everything has changed. But so now once I was diagnosed, things kind of start trickling out and then you hear about the past and it is hereditary and you learn from doctors that it is hereditary. So, you know, once I, I, I kind of sought out some help, I realized that it, it goes further back in my life than what's happening now. And I'll, I'll just kind of give an example. Mm-hmm. When growing up, my parents used to love taking me to soccer games and I was younger, but some days I would want to go and sometimes I'd want to go. Sometimes I wouldn't because I'd feel that anxiety come up. And so we're talking like six, seven, eight, nine years old. So that still has some effects on as you get older. And I'm not saying this is um, something everybody should look at and, oh, my God, I have anxiety or I'm, you know, I'm depressed or anything like that. Not at all. But for me, that's what I found out about myself and it was from then oh I realized that you know the light bulb goes up oh yeah okay now I see that and I see that I see that pattern so I learned um, after I sought out some help like I said I learned some different ways of dealing with it and one um, is just take time out from your day whether it's 30 minutes an hour if you have that time or even time in the car if you have that time in the car by yourself and it's find things that relax you. So for me, I like to color. I enjoy working out. I enjoy reading. Some people might enjoy crafts. Some might meditate. Some might take a yoga class. This depends on what makes them relax. And that usually helps. Uh, another thing I mentioned in number one uh, was to exercise. That's the second part for me is exercise or workout. And that is part of taking the time out. And whether you work out with a partner or by yourself or in a group class, 
And it doesn't matter if it's for, like I said, a half hour, an hour, 45 minutes, but walk, train with a trainer, um, train with weights, take a bike ride, um, I mean, go have fun at a water park, and, and just make sure that your energy is up and you're having a good time. Uh, third one I would talk about that kind of goes along with uh, the second one is eat healthier meals. I was one way back when that thought I should follow a certain nutrition plan. And, and back then, uh, it was always don't eat a lot of fat. You know, fat was kind of the no-no. And when I depleted that, and of course I got fat in my, in my nutrition, but when I depleted that, I noticed a difference. And when I was eating things that were out of a box and not the uh, peripherals in the grocery store, your fruits and vegetables and, and nuts and uh, proteins and then good carbs, once I changed that, it was a whole different story for me and, and made things a lot easier. And um, I guess that could lead to also uh, the next one is limiting alcohol and caffeine. And alcohol, we know, is a depressant. And caffeine is a stimulant. So if you were, I, I kind of look at it as if I was to drink coffee in the morning, which I'm not a coffee drinker. Uh, and then I go have a drink in the evening. That's kind of like your upper and your downer sort of thing. And that's what sort of gets a lot of people in trouble. And I know back then as well, the big mixed drink, I'd say, and people still do it today, is taking um, the energy drink and mixing it with vodka. And I just never understood that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the upper and a downer in one drink. Um and so I'm like, I, I'm, a, I'm a tea drinker. I love green tea, and yeah, that has some caffeine in it. And there are some workout supplements that have caffeine in it, but you have to be careful and read the labels on how much caffeine you're getting. And also then um, I limit my alcohol, and that has helped tremendously as well. Sleep is a big thing as as well that you should be getting. Um, I know when you're depressed, you like to sleep and kind of be, it's dragging, but it does help with recovery. So if we kind of look at the five things that I've talked about so far, and when people work out, they need to eat good, nutritious, healthy meals. They need to rest and recover, so sleep and limit their alcohol and their caffeine. So, Kevin, real quick here. I, yeah, um, yeah. You know, going back to, you, you listed five already, and I was just curious to know, uh, just so that my audience has a, a clear picture of, uh, you know, what is it that each one of these things are actually doing, uh, and how is it helping each area um in terms of your anxiety or um, how can it really help each, each of my audience if they have these, uh, these feelings, the, the anxiety feeling okay. that you, you talked about? Great, great question. I, I had been uh, put on medication when I was diagnosed. And, it's, and 
you and I have talked before about this a little bit, and it's the different medications will work for different people. And so because my mother, who deals with this, is on this certain, I call it little cocktail or whatever you want to say, it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work for me. And so I've been put on medication, and right then the doctor will ask or, or in conversation will say, do you drink coffee, do you drink anything caffeine, do you drink alcohol, you know, that whole thing. And you want to limit that because the caffeine or any stimulant that you may take, whether it's from a workout, a pre-workout, or your coffee, your tea, whatever it is, that will give you the up. And the, uh, your heart rate goes up. The anxiety might get you going a little bit, and certain things might be triggered. And then when you come down, that's the depression part of it where you feel kind of sluggish and, and your, your, your mind feels um, a little slower, a little groggier, and um, a little cloudy maybe. Because that, that, those were my feelings. Now, every feeling is going to be different for everybody. Now, once you get your levels um, right for your medications, the milligrams and so on and so forth and the right cocktail, then you'll start to see things come back together again, and that's what happened for me. So when I took time out of my day, it was because I just needed to. I had maybe those feelings come up where it wasn't, like I said, shaky or – you know, it just it felt like a rumbling in, in my system, in my chest. Um, some people have chest pains. Some people have uh, different triggers for their body, and the different triggers are the external triggers, or maybe, you know, something happened the day before. So it's kind of like coming up out through your body. And so I would relax, or if I worked out, that would take that energy um, that I was having, and I could put it into my workouts. Or if I wasn't feeling so good, a little depressed, yeah, I slept a little bit longer, or yeah, this was maybe not a good day, uh, I think about different things or get myself ready to go work out. Working out for me is, is my release. Now, like we said before, their release, Someone else's release could be doing crafts, painting, uh, coloring, reading, meditation, whatever it may be. Does that kind of answer what you're saying? Well, yeah, absolutely. I just okay. wanted to okay. get to the association of, of your tips so that um, the people can really yeah. uh, realize that, that you're not just saying to say it. No, no, right, correct. This is all happening and has happened to me to this day. And I've had friends all of a sudden get diagnosed with anxiety, depression. Now I guess they're calling it bipolar. Um, you know, all these buzzwords are out there. You'll see a lot of things on social media. Uh, I, was, I was flipping through the TV. It's, it's kind of weird, but I was flipping through the TV. And back um, 1994, there was a movie called Disclosure. And it was, I just kind of stumbled across it and saw that the two guys having a conversation and one was just kind of sitting there, and you could tell he was getting perturbed and upset about things. And the other guy across him says, hey, you know, you want a Prozac? You know, it's like it was just thrown out there, like, you want a Prozac? Well, that was like the big medicine back then. Or people would always say, just like in passing, oh, take a chill pill. 
And you know what I mean? So they, you get those things that people don't realize that that is now a very, very predominant thing in our society. And I, I, I saw on social media that Kristen Bell, who's an actor, or actress, I should say, um, she deals with anxiety depression and how she dealt with it. And she talks about and gives this example, would you not give insulin to a diabetic? So why wouldn't you give medication to someone who deals with anxiety and depression? And, you know, you, you watch this, and some of the things that she's gone through have kind of overlap in what I've gone through. So I'm sure there's people out there that uh, can relate to what I'm saying or what I'm going through. And, and everybody, like I said, is different. Um, a really close friend of mine just got diagnosed, and he and I have always talked. And it, it's funny because the next one on my list was just to take a step back and breathe. And he and I were joking about this. He's like, all I do is breathe. When something happens, I take a deep breath and let it out, or I breathe. And he always, you know, text message me and give me little things like breathe, you know, kind of. And that works, whether it's 10 deep breaths or five deep breaths. Um, so, it, like, to this day, that's like our thing. <laughs> when we say to each other, one of us is upset, I'll just breathe. Um, and then the next one for us that goes along with, all this is stay positive. Um, you can't control everything in your life. I finally realized that, that I don't have control over what somebody else does or what somebody else thinks or, or their actions. And, you know, everything isn't going to go my way. So when that happens, I rid myself of negative people, negative thoughts, and try to stay as positive as possible. And if negative things do happen, that's when your support group comes in to play. Like for me is good friends, uh, family members, my mentor uh, in, in the fitness industry, and uh, previous teachers that I've had in the past going through grade school, high school, and college. And that could be a small group or it could be a big group of people. And then... The last part is just seek help if, with, with a doctor. I did, and I, I never wanted to. I thought, oh, it's not me. It's not happening to me. This can't happen to me. And um, when in reality, it was. And so kind of to tie it all together, it's, it's been a, a journey, and I've gotten through it. There have been some good times. There have been some bad times. I've had low times. I've had high times. I can recall myself in the, the high times, you know, the manic where you're bouncing off the walls and, and you think you can do just about anything. And, and um, my sleep patterns were all screwed up, um, meaning I would stay up really late, like late. We're talking 2, 3, 4 in the morning, and be working on different things or trying to get things done. And then the day would go and I'd be tired and it would be like a vicious circle. That's part of it. Uh, and that wasn't my um, normal sleep pattern for my job. So now I'm cutting back hours of sleep in order to try to finish certain things 
and it's preventing me from doing what I should be doing, if that makes sense, for my job and for training people and, and personal training people and, and, you know, and fitness and teaching classes. And then on the flip side of that, the, the downtime where you're coming down from that is the depression state where, you know, you feel down, you feel blue. Um, I, I could remember sitting on my sofa and watching TV and sometimes not even remembering what I was watching. And, uh, or you don't want to get out of the house. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't, the things that were fun to you, like going to festivals that you used to do or, or going out uh, with friends. I uh, didn't want to do, or even going out on a date. Didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about the things that were making me happy. Didn't want to deal with relatives. Um, sometimes didn't really want to deal with my, my family, my parents. And, but sometimes I had to force myself to do it um, and to get out. And once, you know, I'm not saying medication is, is for everybody. I would love to be off medication, but I know that wouldn't be the smartest thing for me personally because I know the downsides of things. Um, you know, you could, a lot of people may have an, an addictive personality, you know, uh, obsessive compulsive disorders come, you know, into play with a lot of this stuff because you have control over that. Um, so now I just, kind of think that I'm not cured, I'm not healed, uh, and I'm not looking for a cure or to be healed. I just want to manage and go through my day on a positive, on a good note, and not worry about things that happened a month ago, a week ago, yesterday, or even five minutes ago. I try to leave things in the past. Um, Hey, so I've Kevin, done a lot of reading. Just yeah. real quick here, what um, what what would you say for someone who uh, thinks they may have some anxiety, depression? Uh, what what could they do to uh, make sure that it is in fact that that the correct, you know, maybe have a sense besides going to the doctor, obviously to get it diagnosed, but right, right. What can they? What, what um, would they go through, or what would you have like these symptoms or something like that? I well, I I would say if you see some mood swings, some mood changes, um, I actually I I don't do this normally of of journaling things, but I actually journaled how I was feeling for that day, and I would read and go over and say that you know this isn't me. This isn't how I was or used to be. And I know as people get older, hormones change, everything starts changing, and everybody says, oh, it sucks to get old. And it does. But, you know, mood changes, um, reactions to uh, situations. Like, for example, um, I remember I would always go to festivals in, in, in Chicago with friends, and I would kind of get all of a sudden this sense and I would have to excuse myself from the group and just find someplace quiet to go to. And I still use that to this day um, because whatever trigger it was, whether it's you feel like you're getting closed in, 
a group of people sort of thing uh, too close. Um, that was one of my triggers. So if, if people are, I'm not saying that that was like a anxiety and depression thing for everybody. It was just for me or the example I gave uh, early on when I was a kid, didn't want to go to the stadiums, didn't want to go and watch the sports the sporting events. Um, because I could feel the anxiety coming up. If they feel like something is coming up, there's a trigger for them. Um, I would also say if people go through a breakup, whether it's a divorce or you break up from your boyfriend or your girlfriend, keep an eye on your feelings for that. So journal things, see your mood swings. Are you missing work because of it? Are you missing times that you should be meeting somebody or meetings or um, do your friends see a mood swing or a, a mood change or something change in you? And it may not, not necessarily be um, that drastic, but again, it's not saying that you have anxiety or depression. It's just little things that could lead to big things. Um, let's, I guess you could say, um, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs, and that's a big trigger. Um, mm -hmm. They don't feel motivated enough to go do it uh, and get back out there and, and find another job. And um, I know for me, I, my father and I would talk all the time, and I, I, I swear you, it was like pulling teeth for him to, to get me to get back motivated again. Mm. And it just took time for me to get things back in order I guess you, you know get all my ducks in a row and figure out what I was passionate about what I enjoy doing what makes me happy who are the positive people in my life and, uh, and just kind of go from there um, because it is I think it is very um, a very dominant uh, medical condition I guess you could call it mm in society because times are tough. Times are very tough. Money, they're money. They get worried about money. Maybe if they journal and figure out, ooh, this is the time of the month that we have to start paying our bills, anxiety goes up. Your children, you know, and what they're doing and, and what they're doing in school and, and how they're doing in, in high school and college, that can raise, you know, your anxiety. Now, am I saying everybody should be put on medication? No, not at all. Um, I think though they can change their mindset. I think that's a really big thing. I had to change my mindset. I'm a worrier. My mother's a worrier. Um, and so that I realized does, um, affect my mood and, um, but you know, like her and I together worrying all the time wasn't good. Um, mm. and, but it was always, you know, you, you find the positive things. You find yourself being able to laugh. Um, I find myself talking to friends about my past, and and I, I laugh about it. You know, and they may think it's serious, but I kind of laugh about it because that was my past, and I know sometimes what they're dealing with. Um, and you can go to extreme with depression and anxiety, or you can just kind of be, you know, somewhere on, on the tinkering back and forth with it or just kind of be in the middle of, of how it is. Now, if you take some of these 
objectives that we've talked about. Continue working out, eating healthier. Take time out of your day for yourself. Too many people are go, 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 and that's society. Um, and I understand that. But if you don't take a step back, you're going to miss some things um, that you should be looking at that you need a, as a person. Uh, I know I've limited my alcohol and my caffeine consumption, and uh, I know a lot of people would use alcohol uh, as uh, kind of like toning things down, and that's not always so good because then what does it do for the inside of your body with your liver and you know, all the rest of your uh, organs and, and the way your body functions. And, um, and then that would lead to, if you keep drinking, keep drinking and keep drinking, whether it's during the day or before you go to bed, or then you've got alcoholism coming up. So now you're dealing with a whole other beast for a whole other show. Um, and that's what I don't want to see and or hear about. And so I guess it's just a matter of, you know, following some of these objectives, journaling, talking to people, talking to friends, find a good outlet, and if you need to, seek help. So, Kevin, real quick here, um, we are getting to the end. However, I, I don't want to end it too soon. I want you to be able to uh, fully answer or uh, share your thoughts on this topic because it's really important. Um what is one thing that you could say, I think you might have said it, but uh, what is it that someone who has experienced this uh, condition, what, what would you say is the top things to do? What would be the top maybe two or three things to do? Uh, you gave a lot, but the top three. Right. I would, let's say top three, journal, which I never did before. I sought help. Um... Take time out of your day, and that could be for anything, for anything, whether it's your crafts and coloring and so on, or working out, taking a walk, and then taking, the third one, taking a step back away from things and uh, look at it from a different perspective because that really will help um, instead of always jumping right into things and trying to bang it out and figure everything out right then and there. Uh, just take a step back and, and see what shapes up and kind of what comes out of it because you have a clearer mind then, uh, clearer head. Feelings, you know, don't get all um, where you're upset and you can't deal with it. But just take a step back, I would say. Those three things. Very good. Excellent. I know um, we could go on and on. I know that there, there, we can dive deeper into each area a little bit more. I know that there are going to be a lot of people who can get value out of this so far what you've shared. Um, was there any last piece of advice or anything that you want to comment with? Um, and then uh, how do people get a hold of you as well? Oh, yeah, great. So I would Last comment I say is, is try to remain positive. Try to remain positive. I, there's a lot, of, a lot of negative going on in the world today. And we see it all the time. I don't watch the news. I stay away. I read the ticker, uh, uh, whether it's on social media or on just TV. If I'm watching something, I read the ticker. Uh, but stay positive. 
And if you want to reach me, you can always reach me uh, at my phone number. I think you put that on a, on a, a bio. And also on my email, kjc1018 at hotmail.com. And I am on Facebook as well, just under Kevin Craver. You can find me. And I'm readily available. Excellent. Very good, Kevin. Um, so, so, so some of you who are listening right now, Kevin and I are going to be doing a series of of podcasts in the future and um he's kind of be he's going to be my uh sidekick co-host um for several other episodes in the future so look out for that and uh, i really enjoyed this one kevin thank you so much for your time i'll let you go and we'll talk to you soon i enjoyed it as well thanks for having me buddy thank you so much for joining us today on healthy living with eric sue Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.